Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is Love Your Work Life, episode 118. I've been thinking about stubbornness lately, probably because that topic comes up every once in a while in our household, how we have a stubborn streak in our family. Yes, I am one of those people, but there's part of me that would like to think that stubbornness isn't all bad, that there can actually be a good side to being stubborn. Uh, it, it occurred to me again when I was reviewing uh, a personal dynamics report with one of my clients. It's a tool that I use to help them understand their natural behavioral strength traits, just what makes them tick, how their brain works, how it shows up in their behaviors. Because one of the traits identified is called stenacity, and it's a made-up word by the company that um, offers the survey and the report. But what stenacity means is steady and tenacious. It's like this intense locomotive kind of force that's unstoppable. And sometimes that's what stubbornness feels like. It feels like you are not going to give up no matter what. And of course, we know that there's a definition of insanity that is trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. But that's not the kind of stubbornness I'm talking about. I'm talking about this stubbornness that kind of comes from deep inside you that is a never give up, is a tenacity, is a dedication and commitment kind of stubbornness. It might mean you standing up for someone, a loved one, a friend, a co-worker, just standing in the gap for them in a really powerful way, an immovable way. There's a little bit of stubbornness there for sure. The other thing about stubbornness is I really think that it's a positive mindset when it means that you're not going to give up until some form of what you want materializes. It's like applying for jobs. There's a stubbornness involved. There's a tenacity involved. The whole thing is fraught with rejection and you've got to show up as your best self and you've got to be a little bit stubborn to keep putting yourself out there day after day after day. Now, of course, if some part of that strategy isn't working, you've got to test and try new things. But I still think there can be some stubbornness in there in testing and trying. It's this immovable force. It's this 
self-starting, intense kind of energy that you're putting out there to get what you want. Now, trust me, I have been stubborn in ways that were not productive and really not very healthy. I think about a couple of the toxic managers that I've had over the years. And there was a certain stubbornness in me that I could prove to them that I was worth hanging on to or that I could overachieve. And sometimes that stubbornness was reflected in losing track of work-life balance, of letting go and allowing myself to lose some of those boundaries that I had set up. The stubbornness of trying to prove myself to people who ultimately really didn't care because they had their own agenda. Well, that's not a stubbornness that helps, my friends. You can take it from me. I tried it, doesn't work. Ultimately, it just ends up in your own heartache. It could also be stubbornness with regards to not letting go of a story that you're telling yourself about your past, about your current life, insisting on believing a story that doesn't serve you is an unhealthy version of stubbornness. Look at the things that you are telling yourself. Are these things that ultimately serve you in making better choices for yourself, in setting up guardrails in your life so that you have movement, but you know that you're not going to veer off too far before that rail pushes you back in. The kind of stubbornness that keeps you stuck where you are when you know that you know that you know it's time to get out. That toxic workplace, that group of people, the environments that you're putting yourself in. I totally get it. There were times I was so stubborn about thinking that I could change an organization from within. When all of the evidence was telling me, not possible. And I'm a pretty positive person. I like to look at the bright side of things. My top five Clifton strengths are strategic, responsibility, maximizer, positivity, and developer. And they have served me really well. But it's, I can try all day to maximize the potential of an organization. But if the people around me don't see that potential, if the leader who I am trying to serve is toxic and unwilling to set aside their own ego in order to see the possibilities that their their own leaders <laughs> that their own executive leadership team is bringing to them then stubbornness in that situation doesn't serve anyone certainly 
in my case, it did not serve me. Another thing when it comes to stubbornness is the stubbornness to believe that what you want is on the other side of the next action you take. The stubbornness to believe that it's in motion, it's actually happening now. That potential that you see for yourself, that potential that you see for your team. If you happen to be a leader of a team and experiencing some frustration or overwhelm, there's a stubbornness that will keep you going, that will keep you trying new things, that will keep you engaging until you figure out the answer. Our brains are wired for solving problems, for figuring it out, for doing hard things. When you decide to leverage this inner tenacity, this dedication, this commitment, this stubbornness to achieve the things that you set out to achieve, you are going to win. I absolutely believe that. I've seen it happen over and over again. I may have shared this before, but there was a time when I came back from a vacation and the loss prevention team in our company told me that three people needed to be released, needed to be terminated because they were cheating the commission system in their sales activities. It was pure stubbornness that kept me believing that the people who were left could step up, that three people down didn't mean that I wasn't going to achieve, that we weren't going to achieve the revenue goals, the volume goals, the customer service goals that we had set for this really busy season of the year. Sometimes that stubborn streak is just the thing you need to give it one more chance, to go one more day, to take one more small action because you know everything you want is on the other side of that next action. It's not on the other side of all the actions. Don't throw yourself into that kind of overwhelm, my friend. Be stubborn enough to believe that what you want is possible and stubborn enough to invest in yourself because you believe that what you want is possible and to, as Brene Brown and Teddy Roosevelt so aptly say, to dare greatly to put yourself in the ring, in the competition, to give it your all, to go for it. Because you know that just being in the ring, just making a decision is empowering. You can take back so much more control when you just decide to stick it out one more day, one more action, one more thought, 
I can do this. There's lots of power in there, my friend. So the best kind of stubborn is the stubborn that serves you and the purpose that you see for your life and the stubbornness that keeps you going when everyone else is telling you it's impossible. You know that it's meant for you and you're going to keep going after it until you get it. All right, my friends, stay stubborn and I'll talk to you next time. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.